I'll add it to the list. I'll add it to the <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was fun. Oh, I hope you enjoyed that 30-second <laughs> listen. Uh, <laughs> welcome to All Added to the List. Why do you say it like that? Because um, this, this was a band I was avoiding for a long fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> long fucking time. Um, so this is Cynthia's song, I guess, Yes, right? this is my select um, Animal Collective. Uh, Animal Collective's Bluish, which is probably one of my favorite songs. Um Hi, sweetheart of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were, Brian and I were watching that Amazon movie, uh, Waves, Waves, and it had a really awesome soundtrack. It had two Animal Collective songs in it, and then it had like some Frank Ocean, and it was just such a good, who who did the music? I knew the uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus uh, yeah. with Nine Inch Nails did a Atticus lot Ross. Yeah. Did that soundtrack, and I was like, "Oh, I love it." I know I'm on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> Me, uh, Trenton, Atticus, so and I go way back. So, Cindy, you've you've known of this band for how long? Um, so this is one of the, like the first bands that you know when you're like you have a Facebook profile or a dating profile and you get to pick your band MySpace for me that <laughs> that describe uh, like your personality and your music taste or whatever and I mean was, I don't but I, I guess yeah <laughs> I, Tyler lives I, in a tent <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I okay I get you yep. so I would list like Radiohead Modest Mouse Animal Collective, okay. like those are my yep. go-to's about what I would. <laughs> that sounds like a good derivative. Me. Like it sounds like in that in that chain that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so definitely I, in the- yeah, I first heard them on Pandora, my modest mouse Pandora station. <laughs> oh, fucking Pandora was horrendous. <laughs> Um, We're going to play the same nine songs over yeah, and over. Yeah, pretty much was. Oh, you like Rob Zombie? <laughs> about a bunch more white zombie <laughs> and we'll play some more rob zombie for you we'll throw in a little fuel and maybe some Marilyn manson and cold okay animal collective <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh i'll when we get into some background on this because yeah, i know sure. you don't really know much about it other than then it's but how it makes amazing... me feel <laughs> it makes me feel twinkly <laughs> <laughs> so Animal Collective is uh, they're a Baltimore based band um, I didn't know that whoop, whoop. They're ex- it's experimental pop I guess you would say it would be we'll, yeah we'll leave it at that it's if anytime I've heard them I just feel like I need to do a lot of drugs honestly you just and need I weed. might get it you don't need mm, I don't it feels like more than that nope that's not what I've done I don't um, I don't advise drug use or Only animal if it's collective. legal. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this Bluish itself was on their eighth studio album uh, called Meriwether Post Pavilion, which yeah. I got a little confused because Meriwether Post Pavilion 
is a um, a band, a venue. It's okay. a venue in Maryland. It's a venue down in uh, based, Columbia, yeah. Maryland. And it, I was like, whoa, is this like, a, did I pick the right bluish? Is this off the live album from Meriwether Bush right, Pavilion? Yeah. No, they named the album that, oh, which man, I, I love. I'm so fucking confused now. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> and you, you would have been confused when this came out in January of 2009. Yep. I'm just, yeah. yeah. That's when my confusion started, and it's it's still with me. <laughs> and it was released off of Domino Records, which I don't know anything about Domino Records. Well, they fell over. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess uh, this album here had four, uh, I guess, uh, three members of the band at that point. Yes. So it would be uh, Avery Terror. Avery Terror. Avery uh, Tar- Panda. <laughs> Panda bear and Panda geologist. Bear. Yep. And they all have their individual uh, projects, which does sound like they're like a Panda collective. bear. A collective <laughs> right. of animals. Like, yeah. God damn it. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I like Panda Bear too, so check them out. Avery Tear, I can't really get into, and the geologist, uh, I couldn't really. So basically, um, did the geologist rock too hard? Yeah. So <laughs> Avery Avery Tear does vocals, electronics, keys, uh-huh. guitar, and percussion. Panda Bear does vocals, electronics, samples, and percussion. Uh, geologist does uh, electronics and sampling. So basically, it's so a none lot of them of are musicians. Fuck, got it's it. a lot of fucking sampling. So none um, of them is, actually know how to use an instrument. It, they it, do. Got it. They do. I have a fun story for later. <laughs> and, and this album was actually mixed and recorded and co-produced by Ben Allen um, somewhere. But um, yeah, no, they basically <laughs> somewhere. I guess they got the their guitarist left uh, in the previous album, and it's like none of these they, people play instruments. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, you know, they this do. album's just mainly going to consist of uh, samplers. What's wrong with that? Nothing. That wow. guy in Slipknot does a great job with yep. it. The guy with the uh, the nail well, head. The nail head. Nail yeah, head. Craig. Yeah. Well, no, they there was actually a story that a uh, coworker I used to work for a Music and Arch, which is owned by Guitar Center, and they said. Ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> we're Avery, not sponsored <laughs> we're not sponsored fuck you guitar center <laughs> and they talked about Avery Tear going to uh, what is it the guitar center in it's the one near Baltimore the Glen Burnie one yeah I think it was the Glen Burnie one and how he was like a major prick <laughs> He sounds like, like oh, it. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. Musicians it, are pricks a lot of the time. Well, Tyler would beg that he's a musician. <laughs> well, I, I don't... But he I went would in say there for like a guitar. He went in there for a guitar? Yeah. So he actually bought a guitar? Yes, he no, bought a guitar. No, he came out with a sampler. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, because musician has... Uh, I mean, uh, there are people that are, are, um, that are artists that perform right. music that are not musicians. Yep. I would argue Brian sometimes is in that category. Yeah, I would agree. Right, okay. And and, and that's okay. That creates good art sometimes, right. right? But there are also musicians, and the musicians are the ones that care about the structure of music and the composition of music. Yeah, and they Oh, have you heard suck. any modern music? No. Uh, yeah, no. no, they don't care about any no, composition. No, that's why I don't, or... I don't go on the internet more than I have to. Right, not even like, but like show. modern composers like <laughs> Philip Glass, super weird and repetitive yeah. and like drives you nuts. They they threw any composition. This goes back out. to like, th- this goes back to the thing about um, if you've been exposed to a thing enough time, mm-hmm. enough times you're familiar with it. Right. And you're more apt to like something you're familiar with. Right. And that's all there is, folks. Sorry. Right. <laughs> See, I hate it. The end of the conversation. All right. 
<laughs> so, we, so we got some details about this crazy freaking band. Um, what do you guys I, think I, about it? I have some. I have some notes. Yeah, go. So, um, my first thought was that it sounds like a Knobs pedal demo um, that's been made into a song. If you've been on YouTube and you're a guitar player and you enjoy guitar pedals, there's a YouTube channel called Knobs. And it's yeah. very artistic and very well done. And most guitar pedal, uh, uh, you know, reviewers basically rip off what Knobs is. And basically, uh, there's a lot of really good ethereal, interesting um, noises that uh, that this this uh, pedal channel will use for their videos. And it sounds a lot like a Knobs video to me. It like the the initial, especially okay. the start. Um, yeah. Like the strange decays and the reverbs and yeah. The, yeah. just the like, um, it's it's like an industrial. Um, let's see, it's just this side of industrial tones with dreamy vocals. Right. Um, we call that industrial shoegaze. This uh, <laughs> industrial yeah. gaze. Uh, I mean, like the some of the the, the harmonies are like yeah. right on the edge of being uncomfortable and then yeah. coming back in. Um, and, uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, I have some other stuff here. Um, one of the things that struck me is that it was kind of a meandering monologue as far as the lyrics were concerned. Right. And that, um, it was all I and you and we statements. It was, right. a, it was a lot of like, um, I mean, there's plenty of repetition there too, but it didn't fit into a normal verse chorus verse structure and um and so uh yeah i mean so that's that's kind of a um a literal interpretation of what the song is right and that's i feel like that's probably i mean there's a couple points that you brought up that actually made me like this song like the pitchiness and a lot of the vocals uh where that melody line you're like oh where are we going with this what are are we paying attention to what are we doing um to me, that comes across as endearing because sometimes when you're like so excited about something or like so uh, messed up or like so, yeah, um, you you're like super into it, which you so you overdo it on some of these notes. So where your pitch will change or or the harmonies will just kind of like be in and out, whether they're correct or, or quote unquote correct or not. Right. Um, I found that really endearing. Yep. And then with the, like the dreamy you, me, our feelings, that's that's very much how I am. You know, I'm right. like, oh, this describes a perfect day with Brian. <laughs> he likes this dress I wear. Sometimes he le- says, please don't change out of your work clothes. You look cute. And it's just like, those are the things I hold on to with the song where he's like, keep on your stockings for a while or, you know, like it's just romanticism pretty much yeah with the, yeah. the lyrics as far as like that when i first listened to it and i read through the lyrics it it sounds like very um love song-esque yeah but then i sort of looked a little bit into like the background of the lyrics and again i like it's 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 hard getting the full artists you know full opinion yeah, of what well, the I mean, lyrics so are you and i like we we all write yep. like, i mean yeah I'm, and the deal is that um, when you're writing a thing, you don't actually want it to have a concrete answer. You want it to be applicable. You want it to feel good. Yeah. And you want other people to interpret it like any other art. 
Yeah, know, like but you, it's it's sometimes nice having you know if it is a very personal song to the the artist to have that meaning out there just in case it could help somebody you know right. But right, um, like if if I had a yeast infection, yeah, I'd write a song about and, it, and and I wrote a song about it. It'd be like a step by step how to get rid of the yeast infection. <laughs> <kind> yeah. <of. laughs> but th- this one here, I got a couple things from um, you know looking at different history parts on him. And I guess at this time he was going through a divorce with um, with his wife at the time. Oh, that's so awful. So it kind of comes off as some of the people were saying that this was actually kind of more of a, a clingy, a clingy, creepy kind of aspect. Right, it definitely feels of, a little manic, like dealing with the divorce and kind of being like overly obsessed, more or less. Yeah, simpy, stalkerish. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it okay. kind of <laughs> kind of then put it in kind of like a negative aspect that you kind of is almost like a a past tense instead of a present tense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and how you tapped in on those like it does have those like singer standard. If you hear like those grand romantic songs, they almost come across as like obsessive. Yeah, you know, it it's seems a too... very controlling song. But like yeah. Tyler said, with the I, the you, the we. That's very possessive when when a lot of times when people yeah, put that out. It's very very first person. Yeah. Um there there is a part where like there's a modal change right in the song that um stands out because like so much mm-hmm. of the rest of the song is so similar. Right. Um that I um I like I didn't take the time to analyze mm-hmm. the song to figure verse chorus verse chorus whatever because right. it's not really that kind of song no it's, it's amorphous and i appreciate that because that means that somebody's intentionally dissolving the normal format for creating right. a thing and just like these are all the things i'm feeling or thinking and this is how it's coming out and then right. they throw a thing in there to change it a little bit to, to make it interesting and then you know um and they yeah and I, that section where it's just like this random key change and then they shift back to it they actually i feel like they do that pretty decently like they yeah they they pull it off very well because i i actually like try to cover this song okay uh, yep. <laughs> and they change i think it starts in like d major and then they come out of nowhere up to the key of g which is just uh, ab- like, why yep. why, right, why would crazy you <laughs> that they would Shut do up. that <laughs> well, so a question i have for you is um uh are there vocal lines with their vocal lines like if they were just to play the whole thing in D major, mm-hmm. would the vocal lines be fine throughout the whole song? Like, do they change the vocal lines or do they just change the music under the vocal lines? They change the music under the vocal lines. Okay, because that's interesting to me. Yeah. Because like, um, and, and that's what I, I, I only listened to it twice. Uh-huh. Um, but that's shame, the, shame, <laughs> shame. Shame. Well, I'm picking up on stuff. Yeah. You know, um, but uh to me that there's a certain skill involved with holding on to your vocal mm-hmm. what you're expecting to sing right. while the music changes underneath you because yeah. most people can't fucking do that when you you go from from being in key to a harmony um you know so right. that's that's there's something cool about that and so maybe there is some musicality behind that oh the, i i for sure I could not, be wrong. Not on this. just drugs, <laughs> but I do think not just samplers. Maybe right. they didn't graduate music school, but I I thought I read something where they went to Berkeley or some. Music they actually, school. you should just just play on the steps at Berkeley. <laughs> I mean, they could they could have or or they went to Juilliard. There, I know they went to a major music school and maybe not graduate, yeah. but I know they attended. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I, it's definitely not um, subjective, like the subject matter. Right. It's not a realm where I, uh, uh, I'm comfortable at right. all. You know, like I know. Just that, that, <laughs> like that, um, that kind of like it. You're either perceiving it as uh, really super sweet, right. or you're perceiving it as a dude whining. Right. And either way, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, that's like, that's why we're such those, good friends. Those are, I mean, those, the, like, I, I, um, there is something to be said for expressing yourself well. And I, I congratulate right. them on that. And they're, they're successful at it. But it's not, um, it's not the kind of music I would listen to. Right. Oh, you don't, you don't, because for me, I've heard some of their stuff. And this is the first, like, Listen to something that wasn't uh, what's that one the song? Oh, like? the Man of Oil. Man of oh, Oil. That man, was that actually a good song. So but, fun. Um, this is the first kind of listen into them because other times I just annoyed. Yeah. And it was like this is basically the equivalent of putting foggy glasses on, taking psychedelics, <laughs> putting on a Beach Boys album, and then burying it in like reverb. <laughs> I, uh, well, so I like some of the industrial sounds, like some yeah. of like the the slightly detuned stuff. Yep, I did yeah. like the harmonies when they'd they'd happen. Yeah. It does the the modest mouse thing makes a lot of sense for me because yeah. that's that same like, it's just on the edge of being uncomfortable, right? And then it comes back in, and you're like, there's something just uh, like that vocalist has to be instinctively in that place, right? You know, it's that's not I think a trained thing. I think it's just a no. A, you're a natural, in. yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like White Stripes, you know, you know, like yeah. people that like White Stripes, they like his voice and what it does, right. even though, you know, objectively it's terrible. Right. From a from a <laughs> classical voice right. stand, standpoint, I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. Do yeah. I have to like defend an artist every single fucking show? I think that's your role. God yeah. damn. <laughs> oh well, no, I. The reason why I got super into them, the way I not their newer stuff, I'm just not a giant. It's just not for me, but. The pictures I would have when I would listen to them are so incredibly vivid. Like when I hear that intro, I can feel myself like submerging down underwater and I feel the bubbles coming up around me and we're going down to this coral palace. And yeah, it's just, I, I just, I Jason love Momoa is there. <laughs> I, Aquaman <laughs> is like, Hey, Jason Momoa, aren't you the rock? No, no that's it, Dwayne the rock Johnson. I know. <laughs> Jeez, honey. No, I just no, that's the what coral. I like about <laughs> Coral, get it? Sing it. Was, was there Man. a volcano there? Because that I'm sorry. molten rock. This is okay. awful. Okay. Everybody just shut the fucking podcast off. Thirty seconds, <laughs> skip, right. skip, skip, skip. Right. <laughs> no, and that's that's why I just oh, I love this. Song. I actually I, I, I you know, as much negative stuff as I say about Animal Collective, it's gonna happen too when Beach House happens. Because we're gonna wind up listening to a beach house <laughs> song probably next week. No, but I I actually really did enjoy the song, and I think one thing that put it in the context is when we were watching the movie Waves, yeah. and the moment that the song came on, they were her, you know, her and her boyfriend were in the car, and she had her head out the window. For one, I thought there was going to be another hereditary uh, spoiler alert of basically her hitting her head on a uh, you oh know oh a light post that was like the worst um, <laughs> oh so I was a little anxious but the song kind of brought it in this weird dreamy world of when you do hang out the window and you feel the wind blowing through you and you you're know. like swimming all day. And... Can I read my YouTube comment? Oh yeah, yeah let's do the YouTube comment. Oh, right. I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. Okay. 
Uh, the YouTube comment that I picked for this is, it's like listening to a living creature. It has got a pulse. It's called a human. I mean, it definitely... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I really did. When Ryan was playing, like listening to the sound check, I was like, oh, I think I hear a heartbeat for this song. And I hear like that. Don't. 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 Yeah. Like it really does have yeah. a I do, feel. I do think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm really surprised you like this, though, honey. I did. I it, I actually took some time with it. And the first listen was a little bit tough because it's like one of those things. It's, it is very abstract. Um, and it's kind of like a painting that sometimes you look at it for the first time. You kind of are a little like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. But you kind of sit and look at it for a bit. And it kind of comes all together. So I actually enjoyed it. Um, I gave it a 78. Oh, hell yeah. Not bad. Oh, no. 7.8. Oh, We're 1 out of 10. 7.8. <laughs> Move that decibel point over. <laughs> What'd you give it, Cynthia? A nine. Oh, it's a solid 3.6 for me. <laughs> 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 yeah, Hold on a sec. Then that means that we're mean, go- we it, all have to put a rating of a three in and my song's it's, next. It's a, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good horse shit, but it's horse shit to me. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Um, Yeah, but... Uh, so what's your ne- what's your song for next week? Oh no, I had a funny anecdote about this. So I listened to Meriwether Post Pavilion, like that was my album for the week, and I would listen to it like over and over and over again. And then I would go into work and listen to pop music, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just not in the world for this. I'm just not ready for this. Yeah. I felt very uh, out there, but I felt really artistic at work. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm so much better than this music that everybody else listens to. <laughs> right, I listen yeah. to Animal Collective. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All I listen to is Animal Collective and Anim- Future Islands. Animal <laughs> Droppings. <laughs> so we're going to do, my next pick is Jordan Dennis Crumbs. Jordan Dennis Crumbs. I have only heard this song from this person. I just heard like Crumbs. Yeah, Jordan Dennis Crumbs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's what we're going to be listening to yeah. for myself. Great. Sounds Which awesome. Be fun, a fun... I like the song a whole lot. Yeah. Great. Can't wait. Great. Yeah. Is this the end of the episode? This is the yeah. end of the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.